everybody and welcome to another show of Turn It Up and as always it is packed to the brim show number 185 getting ever closer to show 200 uh, we have some great stuff on the show so let's get started without further ado here's something well two people from the state of Louisiana Ali Venable and Buddy Gay and uh, this is called Texas Louisiana single. Uh, that's a collaboration between Ali Venable and Buddy Gay. And um, 
it's just a great track. I mean, Buddy Guy has torn out some amazing music and, you know, at at the stage in his life where he could take it easier. I know he's planning from retiring from live gigs, but I can't see Buddy ever putting down that guitar or not recording some music. He just won't do that. But it, that's amazing stuff. It's a great start to the show. Now, here's someone else that... I really love and admire. I've always been a big fan of this man. This is Ian Hunter. And a brand new single from him. Love the title of this. I hate hate.
Yeah, that's that's look, Ian Hunter's again one of those people. He just turns out some amazing music. Someone I've never had the privilege to see live, would love to see him live. So I'll be watching out if he does any gigs in the UK. Because if he does, I'm certainly going to be on a plane to see him. He, he's just phenomenally good. And that's the new single, Ian Hunter. And I hate, hate. Now, next up, we have The Heavy. Um, I feel the love. Good man. Yeah, that's brand new from The Heavy. That's called I Feel The Love. And that's new and out now. Now, next up, we have Misty Blue. And uh, where are your blues come from?
must you put it in a box? It seems just like a fable. I can't that clock just tick his tock? From the Alabama Black Belt to the Mississippi Delta, it's also deeply heartfelt, but not my only source of shelter. Where your blues come from Does it even really matter Where your blues come from Like I might have you got yours Where your blues come from Deep down in my soul Where your blues come from Many tales can be retold If I'm true, my lines will last If they're not, I'll be repentant There's that Texas Roadhouse rhyme And that Piedmont finger picking I Give or not and not my line Just stop that fussing and the picking Where your blues come from Does it even really matter Where your blues come from I got mine and you got yours Where your blues come from I'm in my soul where your blues come from Maybe a tale can be retold Where your blues come from 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 Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. That's the brand new single from Misty Blue, and that one's called Where Your Blues Come From. Now, um, <laughs> this next one, this <laughs> is called Laid Back Country Singer. Yeah. And LB's, LBS's Truth Slash Civilian Vic. Strange title, but it's good music. New single.
Stanley Bros went nose to nose, kept them on their toes for a million shows.
Yeah, that was laid back country singer, and uh, that was called LB LB's Truth Slash Civilian Vic, and uh, that's brand new. It's 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 really good. So glad to play it on the show. Next up is Firewind, and it's brand new from them, and this one's called Destiny is Calling. <laughs>
Yeah, that was Firewind and Destiny is Calling. That's brand new from them. Uh, and more, lots of new stuff. Next up is LA Guns. And this is their brand new single. And this one's called You Betray. That was LA Guns and You Betrayed. That's the brand new single from them. Now, next up, we have new music from Chris Duarte. And this one's called Nobody But You. Nobody but you. 
Yeah, that's also out as a single by Chris Chris Duarte and Nobody But You. That's out. Now, next up then, we have music from NRBQ. And that stands for New Rhythm and Blues Quartet. And uh, this is a track from their album that came out earlier this year called Tiddlywinks. Any of those of you out there remember playing Tiddlywinks with the big counters? I do. Hopefully there's people out there too, too. Otherwise, I'm feeling very old. Anyway, <laughs> this is a track from their Tiddlywinks album. And it's called Want You to feel good too. Ah, sure don't we all. Take it away, guys.
Yeah, that's from NRBQ, which as I say stands for a new rhythm and blues quartet, and that's an album that came out this year called Tiddlywigs. Do any of you remember playing Tiddlywigs with the counters? Jesus, I do too, but probably those of a younger age don't remember, but I certainly do. So uh, that is the album's called Tiddlywigs, and the band is there, they just use their initials NRBQ. Now we're up at the point of the Torn It Up interview. Uh, and again, I refer back to that magnificent festival in Hartlepool, uh, the Hallelujah 2 Festival. And again, what a variety of quality bands were there that weekend. I had the, I had the ball looking forward to going back to it next year already. This is a band that I already had played on the radio and um, really enjoyed their music. And I'm going to play a track before we hit the interview. I am talking about the Cosmic Trip Advisors. They blew me away. But before we press the interview button, here's a track from an album they released. It was kind of a re-recording of their debut album, really. Um, and this is called Same Same But Different. It was done in 2020. And this is called Oh My My My. We 
that's rousing stuff, isn't it? Uh, it's just powerful, passionate, world-class blues rock. That's the best thing I can say uh, about them. They're a fantastic band. Uh, you know, Leslie, just her vocal abilities are off the scale, but there's a great band around her. Without further ado, here is the Torn Up interview with the Cosmic Trip Advisors. Hey everybody and welcome to another Torn Up interview and you know as you know what this says there's been a series of interviews at this magnificent Hallelujah 2 festival in Hartlepool and you know I've, I've been blown away by every single artist in the performance but um, I have to say I'm maybe going to be a bit biased here. I've seen the performance of a band that I know that I've played their music never seen them live. Wow. I will never forget it. It simply was, I was in the presence of greatness. These people have it all. Um, I'm with Mark and Leslie here. And Leslie has the soul, the spirit of all the great singers, all the great performers, all rolled into one. She's as funny as hell and she let the odd swear word out. And if she does, don't worry, folks. It's all, it's all, it's all a bit of fun, but I am truly in the presence of greatness. It's my absolute honor to interview these wonderful people from the Cosmic Trip Advisors. How are you, Mark and Leslie? Oh, you can uh-huh. stay. You can I'll, stay. I've just finished being oh, no, sick in the toilet. I was just that was. Just, yeah. Thank you. That, that was lovely. Thank you very much. It's, it's not really deserved, but... Uh, oh, it is. Oh, it is. Oh, I'm well, taking it. I'm taking anyway, it all. We'll, well, we'll take it. We'll take we, it. So. We, we've known other, say, true music a while now. And, I mean, when I say, hear the four style maybe. Jesus, thank you. See, the funny thing about the first album is uh, that we struggled to listen to that because uh, you've no idea how haphazardly that was put together. And, I hate it. Uh, it was actually me having a midlife crisis um, that in, that made that happen. Was um, I had my first child in the way, and I realised I had nine months to do something and uh, yeah. just put a band together. We'd almost done it like back to front. We'd never gigged before. We'd never gelled as a band. But I came on, had to learn songs and. When we recorded that, it was great, but I didn't feel the songs. And so when we done the second take of the first album, it was live, and it was like, right, okay, she's getting into it now. And it's amazing when you don't know a song to begin with. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't this the first album? Everybody should buy it. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> buy it or don't but i'll find um, you and i'll, I'll do shit yeah we, it's, it's a and look at just just we'll stop just the now but we'll go back mark when did you first have an interest in was there music in your family did you did any other family members play it or was it first yeah yeah, yeah. i uh I'll, I'll be honest it's my thing um my mother my dad worked in the oil rigs and he was away for months and then my mother raised me and uh, but she gave up her job as a primary school teacher and started painting pendants which required her to sit in a room for a very long time and paint the same thing uh, yeah. thousands of times and she had a record collection uh, and uh, there was Revolver by the Beatles uh, and there was Simon and Garfunkel and uh, Queen's Greatest Hits at the time just came out and, and, and so on and so on and, and I just I heard these records every day you know, yeah. uh, and I learned the words and I got very upset about Eleanor Rigby I didn't realise you know, it wasn't a a natural thing. I did. Yeah, I feel very sorry for Eleanor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, I absorbed it, um, and it, it's kind of. I've never, I've never been in a football match. Um, I, I, I don't do that. Uh, yeah. It, it, 
music's always been my thing. Yeah. Uh, from day one. And, and the minute I heard the blues and uh, the Stones and the Beatles and yeah. Hendrix and everybody else, you know, it. it so it was an easy thing, an easy thing to gravitate to. It was there always in your life. And look at, like the way I felt it too. Like I remember the first thing I saw was the Beatles sing "All You Need Is Love," and, and that was it. I was just yeah, you know, and I'm old enough it. to remember when they used to play the repeats of "Ready, Steady, Go" and yeah. see the Who doing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, uh, that's how I grew up. And it was, it's, uh, it was... there's there's two classes of people in the world that listen to music. There's those who like music, and those who love it. Mm. I'm in the second I don't know category. where I sit in that because uh, I actually think I'm bringing a third element to it. Okay, well, Leslie, Hi. Uh, <laughs> singer extraordinaire and uh, character extraordinaire. How? What's your? How did you? How did you become involved? Was there family involved with Leslie or? So, <laughs> my papa, um, he was like uh, James Martin. You'd speak up, Leslie. Is it like so? My papa like sang like Rat Pack stuff in oh. all the clubs in Glasgow, but music was just like the place I'm from. There's so many musicians, and it was kind of like bred in social clubs, going to you know like singing competitions. But how it started for me was I would sing behind the couch on a Saturday night at a house party, and Celine Dion was my go-to. Um, and I couldn't bear to like look at anybody. And then when I knew I could sort of sing, I got entered into competitions and stuff and like built it on that. But I'd never, ever, ever sang with a live band until I met the Cosmetic Advisors. Wow. It was always backing tracks. I'd sang weddings, soul stuff. And so, so this is your first band? 100%, yeah. Wow. And I'll tell you how it happened was, um, I mean, I'd been down, I'd been in bands my whole life. I've been trying to do it. I, I, uh, during the 90s, I was down in London and uh, yeah. we had the Libertines and all that kind yeah. of stuff going on. I was in a band, we almost got signed, we almost got signed, we almost got signed, blah, blah, blah. And then I got a little bit too old and uh, I had to move out of London, move back to Scotland. Um, yeah. And I just happened to find a place where I could build a recording studio. And yes. I thought, build it and they will come. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, but I had no idea, right, that uh, I'd just moved five miles away from a, a little town called Fault House. Which, by the way, is uh, Lewis Capaldi. Um, you know, everybody yes. knows him there. The uh, there's a guy called Gary Gregg. Who th- this is how I met Leslie was. I got a call. Some a guy called Gary Gregg. Who his claim to fame, unfortunately, was that he got to the last eight of uh, One Direction, but he didn't make the last five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So one minute he's up there, but yeah. he's still a bit of a local yeah. hero. And he, was try- he was trying I to do a, 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 a solo we- career, and he went, "Oh, can I come to your studio and record my solo single?" And I, I, I wasn't up for it, but he came around. He was cool, and we, we had fun. We did the song, but I thought he needed female backing vocals. And I went, I've got somebody that I, I get his female, and he went, "Can we get my mate Leslie in? She's brilliant." Right. And Leslie came in, and she went in front of the mic. Nervous as, right? right? Because unbelievably, she's quite nervous. And, uh, don't you show one? <laughs> you don't show one. And I heard her, and I just went, and it was a singer I've been looking for my entire life. I, I was just like, it was just that moment. It's like when yeah. I saw you earlier on. It's yeah. just that, it's that moment when you know. Light bulb. Yeah, and, and, and she wasn't in a band. Unbelievably. Yeah. You know, she was not in a band. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it's yeah and i mean isn't it funny i kind of would believe in the whole the way our journey works in this life that everything leads to a particular thing and it, that it just led to that point Thank you. 
when did the ban form then, or what, when, when did we become the Cosmic Troop Advisors? Well, I'd actually already, uh, I'd, I'd moved to, uh, from London to, to this property and I built this studio and I was pissed off because for two years uh, I, I was letting out to ba- other bands. I wasn't using it, nobody wanted to jam with me, nobody wanted to play, but I was watching for musicians. Yeah. And I started going like, you know, they, a drummer would leave a band and I'd be like, dude, you know, yeah. so so that's how I met Pete the Beat and stuff. And I said, look, I've got a, I, I've done a, an album of songs myself, a solo album. Uh, it was shit, by the way, but um, but a lot of the songs ended up in our the Cosmic Trip Advisor okay. because the minute somebody who could sing sang them, they, sang, sure. they, they were much better. Yeah, and uh, and basically, yeah, I just kind of grabbed a bunch of people to uh, have a bit of a giggle. I said, I'd like, I've got a studio, I want to record an album. And we got together and rehearsed. It was the beginning of 2019 because I got married in the May and we flew out to Sweden in the February after fundraising and getting money to make the album at Spin Road Studios. Um, and that was the beginning of it. Yeah. And tell me something, the name, like the Cosmic Trip and Bay. Shite name, isn't it? Like, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a great name. Oh, it's it's a brilliant name. See, when somebody goes to me, what band are you playing? I'm like, what, but how did that? Because I, I asked everyone that question, and I'll tell you when we're finished here, some of the other ones I found out on how well, the we came about. Basically, it's a, to be honest, I'm, I kind of run the show. Um, Big shot! Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's. Yeah, all, well, all so, yeah, someone has around me to, yeah. to play with me, but it's I've got the studio. It's my idea, blah blah. blah. Sure. So I uh, said we need a name, and I came up with the dark hearts, and then we realised that could very quickly become the dark farts. That would uh, so be <laughs> could do. Well, yeah. Instead, yeah. you've got to fucking get the thesaurus out to read the name. And um, yeah, so nobody was happy with the dark hearts. Um, and I was trying to think of something people might Google by mistake and find us. And I was thinking, uh, TripAdvisor popped in my Home head. Pop. And, and then oh, I thought, yes. And then I thought, Cosmic. Oh, the Cosmic TripAdvisors, because, you know, yeah. you know that, that works on many levels. You know. um, unfortunately, what that did do was everybody immediately thought that we were some kind of psychedelic rock band. Uh, but that did work in our favour because the minute we brought out the first album, some guy who runs a YouTube Thing with 350,000 yeah. followers okay. who finds trippy cosmic bands, yes. found us, and then actually liked our album anyway, put it up, and suddenly we were selling 200 quid worth of albums a week for a yeah. considerable amount of time. And that kind of took us from bugger all to, yes. oh, actually, people seem to like this. Because where I found you first, I think it was on Bandcamp, I'd, I'd seen that the first, that's how we then made contact, but that's where it came first, because when I started the radio show, I probably spent maybe three to 400 quid a month on buying material because of the start. Mm. I had no contacts with record labels, nothing. And yet, no, I had to keep the show fresh and I had to have independent music coming in. And that's how I discovered the Cosmic Trip Advisors. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was a great way to do it, and it still is. Uh, but at this stage now, thankfully, I get a lot of stuff from labels, so I, I, I have all I need to do it. But that's how I found you, it was on Bandcamp. Because we're the best thing that ever happened to you, Jay. <laughs> yeah. And you well, don't even know it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm being signed again. I mean, what can you say? First time ever an interview with the artist actually signed to me, so there you are. Um, but it, it's I, probably too when COVID happened too and there was no gigs. Like you were saying, 2019 was a kind of when you... Well, that's when we started, but at the end of 2019, I think, was when... Yeah. No, what happened was we'd done the first album and it's... Uh, it, 
it, it put enough money in the bank, unbelievably. I mean, thousands and thousands of pounds. So uh, we, I, I threw that album was meant to cost three grand, and it ended up costing um, it, it ended up costing nine thousand pounds, which is pretty much all I had sitting in the bank at the time. Yeah, and I chucked everything out just to get it done. Uh, and then we put it on Bandcamp with no advertising or anything. I mean, I literally just chucked it on, and and then suddenly the sales started coming in. It was unbelievable. I think it was a cover, to be honest. I think, I think so too. I think we got the cover right. I think the, yeah, yeah, the cover was brilliant. The gr- that was great because I went to. Uh, I was looking for a cover because um, I used to work in London as a graphic designer uh, for PR companies, and so I was going to design the cover, and then. I was searching for cosmic stuff, right? Yeah. And then uh, this picture popped up and I went, that's fucking good. That's, that's cover, it. right? That's it, that's it. Um, and it turns out it was a Russian artist. Um, and I just wrote to her and I went, look, I love this. How much would it cost to use this as our album cover? Because I'm all about vinyl. I'm a vinyl collector. Sure. So this was always going to get done in vinyl. Um, and she, bless her, gave us up for nothing. And wow. that's, that cover just sold... Or did. Record, or know. did. Yeah. It did. People went, oh, interesting, and listened to it. Um, and we made about £15,000, uh, which allowed us to start to actually have some to function. Um, and, and, it, and it continued to sell, and there was kind of a life of its own, and people started finding it. So all of a sudden, we went from a band that had done bugger all, but we'd recorded an album purely as my vanity project. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then suddenly we had a budget. Yeah. You know, um, Which was cool, because it meant then you could put that money back into the next project. And, and that's actually what we've done, apart from having to occasionally uh, buy guitars back out of pawn shops <laughs> and... Uh, and, and fix vans and yeah. pay for people's passports. The normal and things in life. Yeah. The normal we, things in life. We don't make a penny out of this. We, we've pumped everyone back in. I think the band's made about £23,000 in the last few years and we've got about 200 quid in the bank. I know. <laughs> but, but you know what? You're happy. I, you know, I can see, I see what people oh, forget. We've got our entertainer back. Uh, the thing is, that the most important thing in life is happiness. Mm. And you can't put a value on it. Whatever you do in life, if you end up being happy, that's what to do. Whatever that is. Money, yeah, we all need money. It's a necessary evil just to live. But it's not the most important thing. We need it because the kind of society we have and you can't buy a loaf of bread, yeah, you can't you know, put I, diesel I, or petrol in your car. I, I don't have an awful lot of respect for... Um, Cash is, is is being someone that can um, ha- having money doesn't yeah isn't fun. How uh, how you use it is fun. Yes, um, and absolutely. What we did with um, the covers album, which was uh, the lockdown album, because we were on the verge of the second album's written. It's been up, written for three years. It's really annoying. Right, and we but we couldn't rehearse for eight months. Um, we couldn't get together because of the, sure. the, the plague. Sure, um, and then we. But I started sifting. I had this idea that we'd do this uh, kind of acoustic versions of some of the songs that we'd done and some covers with some strings and blah, but that turned out to be very boring. Um, but I discovered that we had lots of things that we'd uh, lying around that if I just tarted them up. So yeah. I managed to put the, the new album together. And just as I was about to finish that, there was this option. Uh, thing to work with Kevin Shirley who, you know yeah yeah I know who super he is. producer right yeah yeah 
and we threw every last penny out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and did the covers album? And unfortunately, I thought everybody would love it, but it, nobody wanted to review it. You know, it, it got very little press. So, uh, so here we are. Leslie, I mean, your voice is just incredible. Your interpretation of a song is off the scale. Your whole emotional involvement on stage. Folks, if you saw this woman on stage, she just puts everything into it. 
She takes the audience with her. She just takes their hearts because how a could she bit not? A larger than life on the uh, feet. Like a no, but, size, but who cares? But, right? but like all the great performers, all the great front Jerry, people. you were meant to say, Leslie, no, you look great. <laughs> and you fucking just body-shamed me. <laughs> I'm getting on, that's a joke. Uh, I didn't even hear what you said. So that's, uh, yeah, but the thing is that all great front people, they have to have a presence, they have to have charisma, they have to be able to interpret the lyrics of the song in a way that reaches out to people. And you do all them things. You do all of them. Reach in, out. In spades. Um, it's, it's something I just see a hell of a future for you. What I saw today just impressed the hell out of me. And it's, it's, not, a, it's not often that I have that feeling. Yes, I see a lot of bands and say they're very good and I'll enjoy them. But you were something really special. And, and the whole band is. And, and look, I, I see nothing but huge success for you and uh, if I can help in any small way to help well, actually, make that happen. I'm a bit short on my rent for next month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, folks, this is what I'm up against here but anyway I'm well used to what this is. I have lots of different requests. Uh, let's, I'll put it in the request box. I'll put it in the request box. <laughs> Listen. So, new album, any plans when you might record it or any... Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest, Jerry. At the moment, um, life's throwing a lot of lemons at us. Mm. Um, the, the album's written lar largely. Um, it's demoed. Um, it's been demoed for so long. It, um, we just got a new bass player in, uh, and he's brilliant, and we, and we love him, and we just got our shit together to do this gig. Sure. Um, we, honestly, two weeks ago we couldn't have done this game, so that's kind of how close we are to uh, getting it all back together. But now that this has happened, I think we're just going to take Christmas and New Year off. My plan, hopefully, my my, my I sincerely hope this is to uh, not worry too much about gigs next year and, and worry much more about nailing the the songs with the new band, and then we'll start recording them one at a time. Music yeah, fair, fair, and, fair, fair enough. Uh, I, I still think gigs are important. I think even maybe to record a gig and put it up that people can I mean, not, see it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. But I would never record me in a live environment because I am a loose cannon. No, you're not. That's your secret power. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's something that I think you should consider, I think, because... It will. It will not replace someone being here live, but it but gives. But it gives people. A, but it no. But it 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 wets someone's appetite. They see the performance. <laughs> <laughs> they see the performance, and uh, then they want to uh, come and uh, see the show. You know. <laughs> Oh, you, listen, you have no idea what I'm up against here. No, I think at this stage, I'm going to say thank you very much for a wonderful interview. Leslie, Leslie, you're, you're a star. And uh, Mark, Jesus. Um, Jerry's, a, Jerry's a legend. My favorite decision. It's a fucking good. <laughs> oh, do you know I'm having such fun here? Sorry, Jerry. No, don't be sorry. Uh, hold on a second. It's... Uh, it's probably one of, the, one of the liveliest interviews I've ever done. That's all I say. <laughs> oh, God.
Yeah, I so enjoyed doing that. And a big, big, big thank you to the band for chatting with me. Uh, as I say, it really was a special gig. It it just really, it, it hit me to the core. They were so good. You heard three other tracks there, again, coming from the same album, same, same, but different. You heard Sleazy Does It, Let's Boogie and Tongue Tied. And I know they said it's a live album, but it has the studio feel to it. Uh, I'm not sure whether there was an actual audience there. I think the band just went into the studio and live re-recorded the songs uh, from the debut album. Anyhow, it was great to interview the band. Great having you on the show. And certainly, you know, the tracks you hear there, you, you know, these guys are world class. Now, here's someone else who set the world on fire many moons ago and still able to churn out some fantastic music. This is the Boomtown Rats. And this is their brand new single. And it's called, There's No Tomorrow Like Today.
Yeah, that's brand new from Bob Geldof and the Boomtown Rats. And that one's called There's No Tomorrow Like Today. And that's brand new and out now. Now we're up at the fans' favour. And this has a continental feel to it. In fact, it's uh, from Nantes in France. And it's the choice of Marcel Favreau. And Marcel, you're so welcome to the show. And thank you so much for sending in these choices. God, I like these choices. The first is Roxy Music on the title track from an album released back in 1982 called Avalon. Next up then is Dire Straits and a track from their Brothers in Arms album, which came out in 85. And this one's So Far Away. And then, well, this is just a classic. This is Nina Simone. And my baby just cares for me. Can't wait to hear them. Let's press the button. Now the party's over I'm so tired Then I see you coming Out of nowhere Much communication In emotion Without conversation Or a notion
high tone places. Liz Taylor is not a star high, and even Lana Turner smiled. Something he can't see. My baby don't care who knows. My baby just cares for me. Beautiful choices uh, of music. Marcel, thank you so much, my brother. It really was such a pleasure playing your choices on the show. Thank you for listening in and keep spreading the word on the show. It's so appreciated. Um, and again, so appreciated. You take the time to send us in your cho- your choices. Really, really, really appreciate it. Now, next up, we have Danielle Nicole. And this is from an album that's released back in 2015 called Wolf Den. This can happen in a lot of situations. This one's called You Only Need Me When You're Down. One, two, one, two, three. <laughs> 
Yes, I enjoyed that. That was Danielle Nicole and You Only Need Me When You're Down. And that's when album came out back in 2015 called Wolf Den. Now we're back up to the present with a brand new release. This is Palace of the King and Dead End Blues. <laughs>
I love that. That's Palace of the King and Dead End Blues. That's brand new and out from out from them right now. Now we go to Italia. And this is Partitional Rose. And this is brand new from them. And this one's called Rebuild. <laughs> the Italian rock and roll that was Partizino Rose and Rebuild and that's brand new and out from them next up we have music from a band called Big Shoes and uh, this is from an album released in 2023 called Fresh Tracks and this one's called I Got You Covered <laughs> you he did some lying you've been mistreated 
Big Shoes and I Got You Covered and that's taken from an album called Fresh Tracks and it's out now. Now next up we played these people on the show before back a while, delighted to have them back. This is Sister Lucille and this is the title track from their brand new album and they want to shout this out because this is called Tell the World. Two. That doesn't matter 
really enjoyed that that sister lucille and tell the world and that's the title track from the brand new album now next up we have scalar rogers and this one's called loving in the left lane Baby, 
That's new, and brand new, and now out for 2023. Great track. That's called Loving in the Left Lane. Now, a similar vein, but this was released back in 1974 from the band's second album called Straight Shooter. This is Bad Company and Wildfire Woman. <laughs>
Look, I'd be a big, big fan of Bad Company. Really enjoyed playing that. Haven't played that in a while, but I just love the freewheeling style of it. Just great stuff. Now, next up, we have Danny Liston. And uh, this is from uh, an album that came out this year called Everybody. And this track's called Real Man. The 
Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was Danny Liston and Spran you from his album called Everybody. That track was called Real Man. Now, next up, this is a band around in the early 70s, had a lot of big hits. This is Bad Finger. And this is a track from an album released way, way back in 1970 called Magic Christian Music. And this one's called Rock of All Ages. certainly I enjoyed that that brings back happy memories and here's someone else too that brings back happy memories this is Mungo Jerry and this is a track from their In the Summertime album and I remember In the Summertime was released as a single it stayed at number one for eight weeks sold a huge amount of stuff this was another one that hit number one as well didn't stay at number one for eight weeks but was there for a while 
Mongo Jerry and Baby Jump.
Yeah, I mean, uh, I kind of got into a zone with these guys. Like, I played Badfinger, then Mongo Jerry, and I'm still in the zone because we come along with Deep Purple. And this actually got to number two in the singles charts, almost made the number one spot. They made many number ones with their albums, but this almost did it. This was Deep Purple and Black Knight.
What a great riff, you know. It's like Smoke on the Water or Black Knight. They're instantly recognisable, and, and that's a great track. And um, that, I suppose that was what was to come in many ways, that when Richie Blackmore formed Rainbow and he had, you know, songs like Since You've Been Gone and I Surrender and stuff that did very well as singles, that was for the future. But that was a big, big, big commercial hit single-wise for Deep Purple, Black Knight. Now, here's something else. I had the privilege to see them live in Monaghan a few years ago at the Harvest Blues Festival. Uh, this is Jimmy Cornett and the Dead Man. And this is a track from an album they released in 2020 called Northern Lights. And this track's called We Are Cool Tonight. I bet you are.
Yeah, what a great artist. I was privileged enough to see Jimmy Cornette perform live in Mon at the Harvest Blues Restaurant. And as a friend of mine said after performance, one of the best live bands I've ever seen. And that's not an understatement. So if you get a chance to see Jimmy Cornette and his dead men live anywhere this year, make sure you get there because they are incredible. Now, next up, here's someone that's not so shabby himself. This is Joe Walsh. And this is from an album released in 1974 called So What? This track's called Time Out.
Oh, it's a big fan of Joe and his music. What a brilliant guitarist and vocalist and lyricist. Really good. That's, I say, from his 1974 album called So What? And that track was called Time Out. Now, next up, we have Captain Beyond. God, it sounds like an Avenger. <laughs> and this is a track called Dancing Madly Backwards. Jesus, don't try that. You could fall. And, and that's, the t <laughs> that's the title track from a band album he released back in 1972. It was a damn good track. Let's listen to Captain Beyond dancing madly backwards. Go for a bit.
Yeah, <clears throat> uh, great, great track. Really enjoyed that. That's Captain Beyond and Dancing Madly Backwards. I hope you didn't hurt yourself on doing that, Captain Beyond. You know what? I, I would really want to know why you'd be considered for the Avengers. It sounds like you might. Now, next up is Seth Walker. And this is from something that he released in 2022. This one's called The Future Ain't What It Used To Be. Tell us the story, Seth. The future ain't what it used to be track and what great lyrics. Seth Walker, the future ain't what it used to be. 
and that track came out back in 2022 so it's only a baby yet just a year old okay now we're up at the producer's pick and graham has picked two smashing tracks once again the force is from avatar uh, not the film the band and it's called The Dort I'm Buried In. And by the way, Graham tells me he's seen the guys live recently. And he said one of the best live gigs he was ever at. He raved about it. So if you get the chance to see the band on our producer's um, recommendation, you've got to see them. And then he has the second one is Smash Into Pieces is the band. And Six Feet Under is the track. Let's play them. The producer's pick as picked by our man. Graham Hilly.
tracks Graham once again enjoy them so much as I always do and thanks again for everything you do on the show and like behind the scenes Graham is so helpful to me because I suffer from dyslexia and any of those those of you who know that know that words get jumbled so sometimes I get song titles jumbled in the initial list I send to him and he's so kind to me that he checks everything out you know with a fine tooth comb and makes any changes that are necessary so Graham thank you for doing that any of you who know you know, who have dyslexia know that yeah it's not an easy thing to battle, particularly when you're writing down words. Um, they get a bit jumbled up. So, Graham, once again, thanks for being such a great friend too and helping me with that. Okay, <clears throat> next up we have Spiders. And this is the title track from now that released in 2015. And this one's called Why Don't You?
Yeah, good rock and track there from the band. That's Spathers and Why Don't You? And that came out in 2015. Now, here's someone actually that may... Brothers in Arm, my good friend Anthony Gomes introduced me to. And I've been checking her music and I really love what she does. This is Dorothy. And this came out as a single in 2022. Just listen to the lyrics. This is called Rest in Peace. What's done is done Left it by the road with the crows and the dust Heart so hollow, deep as a cave One day I'll be dancing on your grave Taking it back, the life you stole Every little piece you took of my soul Now I lay you down to sleep And I pray with the devil you rest in peace You can't hang your chest a great track um, 
the lyrics are so powerful in that. I, I, nothing more to say except it's just a fantastic track. That's Dorothy and Rest in Peace. Came out last year. A cracking track. Now, next up is Des Rocks. And this one's called Let Me Live, Let Me Die. Play it. Okay, that was Des Rocks and Let Me Live, Let Me Die, taken from an EP called Let the Vultures In. Ooh, doesn't sound good to me. That came out in 2018. Anyway, 
let's keep rolling. Next up, Dead Poet Society. And this was called um, In Too Deep. And uh, it's a single. That was In Too Deep 
And that sounds the single, and I think the title of the single, the several tracks, that's one of them, is called Get Away for the Weekend. Oh, don't we all love that? Next up is Stone Broken. And this is from an album that came out in 2017 called All In Time. And this track's called Stay All Night. <laughs> Everything I had 
I enjoyed that. That's Stone Broken and Stay All Night. And that's from an album called All In Time that came out in 2017. Now, here's another band I love. This is Tequila, Tequila, Mockingbird. Pretty picture. Picture is that pretty picture? My pretty picture to you. Look at that face. Is that a pretty picture? Are you just too much of a guy? You're caught in a rush. Cause you're not good enough to say. Sound empathetic. I know you'll just regret it in the end. She'll show you the ropes, she'll show you everything You can say what you say, you can do what you do Your pretty little picture got nobody but Turning heads when you're walking the room But your pretty little picture ain't got nobody fooled So she's at the frame, she's falling out Can't even stand her shafts while I rap for a date But you've opened the gate to a wall Sound empathetic, still you know it'll all come to an end Well she's shown you the ropes and climbing higher again Yeah, that's Tequila, Mockingbird, and Pretty Picture. That came out as a single in 2018. But it's a cracking track. I love this band. We play them. the regulars on the show. So was the next band. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Bit of a head cold. Sorry about that. Next up is Junkyard Drive. And I've played this before, but I've got to play it again. I love this song. This is Mr. Rock and Roll. <laughs> Downtown cowboy rolling in the streets 
Covered in tattoos Wearing golden rings I step inside that smoky bar Where he's standing Staring at his face And I hear myself asking Who are you, Mr. Rock'n'Roll? Who are you, Mr. Rock'n'Roll? Yeah, that's Junkyard Drive and Rockin' It Up with Mr. Rock and Roll. And that comes from an album called Electric Love that came out in 2022 last year. Next up, we have The Bates. Oh, sounds dangerous. The Bates and uh, Do Me A Favour and it's brand new. Do me, do me, do 
I enjoyed that. That's the Bates and do me a favour and that's brand new from them. And believe it or not, we're at the end of another show. It just, the time just flies. And of course, as always, I have to thank so many people. And I have to go back and thank everybody in the Cosmic Trip Advisors for doing the Torn Up interview. It was such a pleasure to chat with the band. And they have so much talent and so much possibilities. It's unreal. And I'm so delighted to talk to them on the show. Then, of course, then we have to go back uh, to our 
French listener, Marcel Favreau from Nantes in France. Marcel, so welcome to the show. Thank you for your selections from Roxy Music, Dire Straits and Nina Simone. Then, of course, our producer, the man behind the controls, Graham Hilling. And again, thank you, Graham, for, for the work that you do and then picking the picks from Avatar and smash into pieces. Then, of course, we have to widen it out and not forget Richard Lahomadu and everybody at Making a Scene magazine and the, the incredible work they do every week. Remember, this show that you hear this Tuesday night is available as a podcast next weekend on all the major podcast streaming platforms, including Mixcloud, Spotify, Deezer, iHeartRadio, and a host of others. And again, we're kind of fond of Mixcloud because we've done rather well because we hit the top of their Global Roots Rock chart five times times in the last six months so we'd like to make it six hopefully soon anyway that is all up to you my good friends and listeners you'll support the independent artists we play here help get their music out and by doing that you're helping the music that you love by the people that you admire then of course we have to come closer to home and thank the wonderful people of Radio Home of Rock who recently celebrated nine years rocking all over the world. Again, you know, what a great bunch of people. I am just so honoured and privileged to be a part of this group. They're a great, great station. They have such heart and soul. And uh, I am just delighted to be here and hopefully here for many, many years to come. And then, of course, you, the listener, you know, we, we can't take away from the fact that, you know, if you weren't listening to this show, if you weren't spreading the word, well, then we would have no show and we wouldn't be helping the bands and artists that we try to do each and every week. So thank you, all of you, from the bottom of my heart. Thanks to everybody that makes the effort to try to get one more listener for us every week. Because if everyone does that, we double our listenership. So I'm asking you to keep doing that. Keep telling people about the show. Keep streaming. Keep spreading. Because every time you do that, you're helping the independent artists that we support and play on the show. So please keep doing that. Now we're down to the last track. And uh, basically, this is a band. They are no more. But uh, they're someone that I, I really like. They had an album called Brother that came out back in 1993. The band is Cry of Love. And uh, this is an amazing track and certainly proud to play out on it. This is Peace Pipe. So until next week, same time, same place. Look after each other. Be good to each other. And if you hear music that touches your heart, what do you do? You know what to do. You tore it up. Take it away, guys. See you next week. Thank you.